BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up? I just spoke with Mitchell and Phil. No one calls him Mitchell. Mitch and Phil from Wayland. I think Diana refers to Mitch as Mitchell. Mitchell! She talks to him like a mother. Mitchell! Uh, I am so happy to have caught up with these wonderful, wonderful souls. Waylon has new music out. They just released a song called Holy Shift, which I know sounds like holy shit. When you listen to the song and think the words holy shit, you will actually hear holy shit. I'm just kidding. Uh, It's a fantastic, fantastic song. In fact, I sit down with the guys here, and in part of this fantastic conversation, uh, we actually go over their new music video for Holy Shift, so that's awesome. Links in the show notes of this to the music video, to a band's website, Facebook, TikTok, all that shit. It's all there in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, Mitch and Phil from Wayland. Mitch and Phil from Waylon, how are you? Oh, hello, hello. We're here. Hi, we are. We're uh, good. That, I like the setting. It's like I see tapestries. I see, I see funk. I see hippiness. I see, I see a. That's <laughs> well, is that the room where a lot of activity goes down? Where a lot of Waylon uh, This room. is just a green screen behind us. We just typed in <laughs> hippie rock and roll room. There it is. Yeah. The uh, the the place of origination is Nashville, Tennessee these days, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is our this is actually our studio here where we um, dude. I mean, Nashville is like, oh my God, it's just been a. Uh, I don't know what took us so long to get here. Um, I know everything happens the way it's supposed to, but like, this city since we got here has just been like, it's a community number one. Like, it's a musician's paradise. There's all these musicians hanging out, and everybody wants to make music together. Um, so we're in the basement of our house right now. We got this like four bedroom house. Uh, the whole band lives here and a buddy of mine, I think you met, um, Ryan Jensen from, he lives in Denver, Colorado. He's from Wayland, Michigan. Right on. He flew in and he built this room for us. So this was a garage and he, uh, built the walls and the ceiling and, and soundproofed it. So like outside we can be playing full band any time of day. You can't hear it. And you don't hear anything outside. That is uh, tremendous, and it doesn't surprise me because over the years that I've known you, you've had numerous examples of people uh, donating time, talent, treasure to help uh, keep this band growing. Can you talk a a little bit about um, that whole process and that entity? Because not everybody has that uh, blessing. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know how that's been that way. Um, we've been so lucky, man. Like a blessing is exactly what it is. Yeah, sure. it's like every time there is an opening for something or someone to come into our life to push this thing to the next level. Um, and that's a great example. Like just just simply that. Just like here we are in Nashville, so much was happening for the band, and it's like we needed a place to rehearse, we needed a place to to write. We needed a place to just have, you know, we had, we had that in the desert. We built that studio out there and where we wrote and recorded a record, but um, there, there was not a lot of places to rehearse here in Nashville for bands. Um, and then, you know, my buddy happened to be like, Hey, let's do this. You know and I mean? We just couldn't be more grateful. Like yeah. that's, Oh my gosh. It's, it's weird. Cause it's um, it, we just had a, I mean, talking about like that kind of support, like, you know, like you mentioned, we just had a crazy time last week. Um, we had a show in Nashville where we opened it up to our, like, we have a fan club that, um, you know, we do like this monthly zoom call with them and give them all the music first and give them the dates first and merch and stuff like that. Just kind of our, our little inner, inner circle. And uh, we invited them down to the show and Doors opened up last Tuesday at like 6.30 p.m. Talk about overwhelming support, man. Yeah. Like I was in tears as I was watching people walk in from Iowa, Texas, Florida, Missouri, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, um, Indiana. Uh, there was New York City. Uh, like they came down, you know, they came they, on a Tuesday night. They drove to Nashville. That's the thing that you have been able to do is once people become fans of Waylon, the band and the, the, the people behind it, they they never like stop. You know, it's and that's a credit to you because you treat everyone very, very well. Uh, that I, That's quite a that's seriously in this day and age for how hard it is to be a successful band. If you don't have that basic fundamental thing asset to give to people you're screwed the rest doesn't matter if you don't have that and you guys have managed to just do the right thing for years and years and years so that's exciting to hear i'm glad that 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 you uh that you were able to witness that man well dude you know we we we've been wanting to do this for a long time like we've always since mitch and i met we were 18 years old we want to be in a band you know so like um, well, and we were in a band since we met, but like, you know, we wanted a band that had a fan base that had someone that wanted to listen to our music and, uh, like it's, it's an energy exchange, you know, cause I think that people get into the band and hopefully they get something from the music and the live performances and stuff, but like, dude, we're, we get, we wouldn't be able to do this without them. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's a team effort, you know? Right, right. Now I, there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about guys, because I have new music to discuss. I have uh, personnel dynamics that need to be talked about. We have a video to watch and listen to the new single that was just released this past week. That's all fantastic. Um, and I, I, you know, I want to touch on when will we see you? I know where I am in Michigan in the summer that there's usually, there's at least one great time when we can expect a Wayland show in the area. Is that, is that going to happen again? Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to be announcing some dates. Um, if not today, uh, this week or next week or something, but we'll go ahead and spill the beans if you want. I don't know. When, I don't know when this is going <laughs> to air. Are we allowed? Are we allowed? Yeah. If you well, guys want, if you guys want. Luckily, what... luckily you're talking to the two CEOs of, <laughs> yeah. uh, of Rabbit River Entertainment here. So, yeah, if whatever you want to offer. If not, we can always no, just. No, uh, um, 
Yeah, we're coming up there. I know the um, some Michigan dates right offhand. I know we're we're coming July fifteenth to Battle Creek to the Music Factory, and we got a killer lineup I'm putting together. Um, the local commuters, which is Devin from Devin and the Dead Frets and his band. Yes, they're like a super old school kind of Graham Parsons country band now, which is really cool. Um, and then uh, our buddy Brendan Monroe, who I don't know if you if you know him yet, but he's from Michigan, and he is he lives in Nashville now, but he is just a killer person and great music. So it's going to be a great bill over there. And then the next day we're going up to Muskegon, Michigan to the rebel road. Do you know what that is? I don't, but uh, it sounds like a club or something or no, no, no. It's a big outdoor thing where they, um, I think they block off the streets and, Oh, okay. Put up a big stage and they raise money for um, a child abuse uh, organization. And these people are so passionate about what they do. Um, after I got off the phone with them, I was like, we're doing the show. Like, obviously, we always want to go back to Michigan, but when you can do it for the great cause behind it like this, I mean, they are raising money to wipe out human trafficking and child abuse in such a big way. Nice, nice. Uh, last year, we did the balloon festival. Is there any, is that, are you thinking about that again or no? We're, doing it. we're coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my God. I can't, was- I can't let anybody have a big show in Wayland, Michigan without us playing. Come yeah. on. Oh man, that was sweet. What's the name of the brew? The uh, I should say the the uh, distillery again. Oh my gosh! What the hell, I'm sorry. Why'd you have to ask me that. It's I'm like sorry. numbers. It's like seven. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's numbers. I remember numbers in a distillery. Killing me, Eric. Jeez. I'll, I'll look it up. Know, I'll look it up. The couple that owns that, um, Nissa and Anthony, are just uh, people. And and you know, talking about like a cause behind a, a show. They put that on and it's to raise awareness for suicide prevention. It's 412 Distillery. That's right. 412. Thank you. There they are. There they are. They are awesome. I enjoyed my time with them and I'm looking forward to uh, spending time if that's if that's uh, what's are happening. Are you coming down again? Absolutely. What is oh, every, is there? Was that September last year? Yeah, yeah. It's like September 9th or 10th, whatever that Saturday is. Okay. September awesome. 10th, I think. That was fun. Because I remember it was such a homespun atmosphere there. People got their lawn chairs, but you know, I love those types of shows. And, yeah. uh, you know, all the young people are in front. Diane and I are in the back with the old bogey. Some kid got lost. We had to find the kid's parents from the stage. Who lost a child? Who lost a child? It was awesome. Yeah. It's bound to happen here or there, you know. Okay. I just saw um, the video for Holy Shift which sounds like people like you're swearing. Like it sounds like, holy shit. It's almost swear. Have you gotten any blowback? Has any radio station said we can't because it sounds like you're saying, holy shit. Well, I mean, you say the word, you know, the R word radio, that's such a funny subject because like, you know, we, you know, like we've had such amazing radio success. Like when we started coming out with, you know, welcome to my head and then Reno and get a little and all those songs exploded at rock radio, which was awesome. Um, and then yeah, and even ghost later on off rinse and repeat. I think rinse and repeat was the first record that we started using, you know, other instruments on our records. Like, um, you know, I was raised on Kentucky bluegrass and, you know, so in, in the blues, obviously growing up so close to Chicago and Michigan. And um, it's like, American roots music has always been a really big part of what Mitch and I have done since we met, like all of our stuff's been acoustic. And, um, I guess, you know, we start to fall in, like even when we start to put out Indiana Jones or even she lights it up, 
some of the songs that kind of, they're not really sitting in rock radio world, but they're not really sitting in a country world. To us, we've never really worried about genre. We don't really talk about it. We just write the songs. We really try to say, when we write it and we're recording and it's like, what does this song need? What instrument's going to really show, you know, get this song across? And we, we do not worry about fitting it into any genre. Okay. So it, it's not till it's done. And then we start sending it out to people like a radio station that the word genre comes up or, Ooh, it doesn't really fit this format or this or that. By that time, you know, we did our best with the song and we just want to get across. So we can't really worry about, you know, who's going to play it or who's not going to play it. Yep. Um, so like, yeah. So like this, this song, for instance, the, the lyric, Holy shift. Um, we, we, like we had a lot of country radio stations start to play us during get a little, and then also um, Indiana Jones got some country radio play. And so those same stations, um, you know, country is just like, I don't, I don't know. They don't, they don't mess around with swearing, you know? So there's a little bit of a lot more strict on yeah. swearing. Yeah. You're going to have, you're almost like there's, there seems to me like you might encounter a, a slight degree of politicking in order to it's, I think it boils down to, because to me, if I run a radio station, all I do is before the song starts, this is a talking point. Say, hey, this group, Waylon, this is their song, Holy Shift. And you might even think they're swearing there, but they're not. I mean, all they have to do is say it, say what's going yeah. on, and it should be fine. But for some reason, sometimes radio gets finicky like that because the world that we live in, which is all bullshit. Well, um, there's so much behind it. I mean, we, we know it's a yeah. business and they've got to protect themselves and but, you know, we just have to make the music that we love. Like we heard that song, um, you know, like we're talking about the community of Nashville. One of the first people we met here was this guy, Steve Diamond, who's become a really good friend of ours. We've written a bunch of songs with him. Um, and he was playing us some songs that he had written, like right before he met us. And that was one of them. And we fell in love with it. I'm like, man, I, I love this song. And it's like, holy shift. Like there's a shift in our life that's happening right now. We just moved to Nashville. I mean, so many people have shifted. So many people are now working from home. They used to go to the office every day. Like the whole world is different. At that time, people were still, you know, wearing masks and all the stuff. And it was like, wow, we live in a different world than we did a year ago. So Steve wrote the song? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I was wondering if we could play that song right now and kind of armchair, well, just kind of watch the video and listen to the song. Are you guys down for that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know the audience would like it. Uh, so yeah, this is, um, you guys just put out the video the other day. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. Two days ago. Okay. Excellent. So here you go. I give you ladies and gentlemen, Waylon, holy shift. By the way, can you hear it? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I, I'm going to try not to interrupt. First no, of all, first all and start, whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah. You feel inspired. whatever you want to do further. First of all, can you go over the personnel here, please? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, from left to right, there's just a really good looking guitar player. Yeah, uh -huh. uh -huh. Obviously really good at what he does. Um, well, you can't really, there's Mitch right there That's in the me. centers. Yeah. Looks familiar. I mean, you know, uh, playing the acoustic guitar, probably a little too loud, a little too vigorous. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can't see Kai, our drummer back there, but you'll see him in later and later. Yeah. yeah. Once the pause when we get to him, we can tell you the story. Okay. Um, and then in the middle there, 
Um, that's Corbin playing the pedal steel. See him sitting down. Everyone's like, what's that table he's playing? Yeah. Yeah. That is uh, that's, that's something new to a Waylon song. Uh, well, yes and no, we know we've used it. Like it's in, she lights it up. Yeah. It's definitely an Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. Um, it's a, it's a, you know, my, one of my favorite, like if people are going to ask about the pedal steel or what it does, where you can really hear it, um, is an Elton John rocket man. Is that really Go back and listen yeah. to that song? Oh, There's yeah. so much pedal, so steel much in pedal steel in, in that, in that, that those years of rock and roll is it called and you said it's called a pedal steel guitar it's actually yeah. a, a a guitar but you play it like that with that slide yeah, it's like pushing pedals with his feet almost like a brake and a gas um on a car with both okay. feet while he's sliding around it's nuts okay um, he's a really cool dude um we just met him probably about a month or two ago and he's been playing shows with us he might end up coming on the road this summer but not like an official member of the band or anything at this point just a friend, you know, again, like, yeah, here in Nashville, there's so many, you know, we have friends come play keys. We have friends come play banjo, whatever, whatever the song needs, you know, your friends come over and do it. it it's, gotcha. It's cool. Gotcha. Then, he's, he's like your Billy Preston. He kind of is. Yeah. yeah. He's a, we call him the, the, uh, the Swiss, Swiss army, army knife. <laughs> okay. Um, and then on the right, uh, is, have you met Joey? I don't know. Uh, he, he's been with us. Um, he was in Wayland last year. Yeah. Okay. Then I probably did. That's Joey Champagne on the bass. Um, Joey, man, he's had some big gigs. He uh, before he played with us, he played with um, Selena Gomez. Yeah, Selena Gomez. The Calling, Calling, which they had a number one. Um, David Cook, who was an American Idol winner. Yeah, I remember him. I remember yeah. David Cook. So nice. Joey's had some big gigs, and he, um, we met him. It's, it's kind of funny. Uh, him and Mitch kind of ended up seeing the same girl on Tinder, <laughs> and she introduced them. Yeah. Wait a minute. So you were both like hanging out with the girl? Yeah. Well, no, it was like just had come yeah. out. Like, like yeah. I had started seeing a girl and I met on Tinder. And yeah. during the when we first started dating, she went on a date with Joey. So and then, okay. and then we got and we got more serious. And then Phil and I, we were in the desert. We wanted to put a band together uh, as we were making this, the new music. And um <clears throat> she had a recommendation for a bass player and it was Joey. And so we hit him up, we sent him some songs and the day that he was coming to the desert to play with us for the first time. Um, at this point, this girl was my girlfriend and she was like, she was super nervous and kind of acting funny. And I asked her what was the, the problem. And she, she said, well, um, I didn't know how to tell you this, but you know, I went on a date with Joey. Um, you know, I met him on Tinder as well. And I didn't, I didn't care. It was actually, um, she's not around anymore. We broke up Joey stayed, oh. but, um, we, we toured a little bit all together and Joey and my girlfriend and myself would always room together and we'd always take pictures and talk about the, the, the Tinder date is still going and all yeah. that. Did you, uh, did you ask Joey straight up if he had sex with her? Because, uh, um, no, I, I mean, I didn't really care either way, but, um, he brought it up. Right? He yeah. brought it yeah. up. He was like, I just want you to let you know, like, we didn't even kiss. We held hands, I think. Oh, okay. we, listened to, we listened to music in my car. That was mostly like, Waylon music. I said, dude, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> she showed him Waylon music. And yeah. uh, so, but I, either way, it wouldn't I, bother. I kind of wish she had so that you could then essentially will have touched his penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have been. It would have been a. That would have brought you guys closer. It, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It might have been a better story, but. Oh, this is how it worked out, so. All right. Okay. Anyway, here we go. Let's get back <laughs> to it.
There's Weird Al, your drummer. That's God, yeah. I was on the road to nowhere. I was in a rush to get there. You threw yourself in front of my headlights and showed me how I don't need to chase a crowd. It's okay to slow yes. it down. You helped me love me through your eyes and how you showed me the power trust in my faith chicks are gonna dance to this i'm telling you they already are everything in my life changed the second that you said my name the ground started shaking my soul awakened you brought i was on a broken road you showed me the way to go now i'm a believer you are the reason i feel <laughs> look at him There it is. Strong like a shot of whiskey. You knocked me off of my feet. I never thought that I would surrender and let our bodies take over the drunk and still so. I'm sorry, what's the bass player's name again? Joey, Joey. Champagne. He's got good sex face. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's, doing <laughs> sex face. he's doing sex face the whole damn time. Like, tone it down. Tone down the sex face. The rest of my life. I don't think I've ever seen Mitch in a baseball hat like that. Hear him all the time now. Love that hair day. Yeah. A lot easier. How do you guys stay so thin, you assholes? We work hard on it. I'll have to tell you the story. Yeah, yeah, we got a good story. <laughs> okay, good. I can't wait to hear it. So thankful that I finally found my place. It's good to be Oh, the phaser. Here we go. Everything in my life changed the second that you said my name. Started shaking my soul awake, and you brought a holy shift. I was on a broken road. Get it. You showed me the way to go. Now I'm a believer. You are the reason I feel the holy shift. Yeah. Oh, yes. Holy shift. Bring it home. Motherfucker. Holy shift. I was on a broken road. You showed me the way to go. Now I'm a believer. You are the reason I feel the holy Oh my God! Hooray! Yes! Oh, that's sweet, man. Uh, I'll, I'm linking it up in the show notes of this. People want to check it out on their own. In addition, of course. And um, yeah, what 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 did you say you wanted to tell me? What were you we talking about that was funny? Sex? No. What what was it? So thin in the track. Yes. Yes. Our amazing physiques. Yeah. So, what are you doing? Are you still doing? Oh my God! We, got up this, we um. We found this lady, uh, my girlfriend, Alyssa, found her, actually. Um, this lady on Instagram, right? Yeah. And she yeah. is just like, she was a nurse for like 40 years or something. And she developed this like theory where everybody, as a, like there's four, there's only four different body types or something. And 
it's all based on like everyone has a certain overactive gland in your body. So like basically you send her a picture of yourself and you tell her a little bit about your ailments, what's going on, the things like that. Yeah. You send her naked pictures of yourself. Yeah. And no, I'm just kidding about that part. But, um, and she's like, and so, and then she sends you back which type you are. And it's so funny because all of us in the band happen to be the same type, which is um, we have an overactive thyroid gland. So we're a T-type. T-type for thyroid. So that, then she sends you like this diet, this like, not a diet plan, but like. It's kind of like a guideline. Guidelines. Like, of how this is the stuff eat. to eat. This is the stuff that you shouldn't eat. That kind of stuff. Okay. So, dude, after the first thing that was part of it was like with our type, our body type, caffeine is like the worst thing ever. Wow. Dude, we've been drinking coffee since we were 18 years old. You know, a lot like, of coffee. a lot of it. All the it time. Yeah, it was a part, a big part you know, of our life. Especially when we're in the day. studio. I mean, yeah. it's freaking, so we we all quit coffee February 1st. Together. That is not easy. That it is it, there was eight, and we were still working. We were writing every day, we were rehearsing every day. Oh, it was brutal. It was eight days. I'd say about eight days of like very little personality, little to no personality. But once we got over that, I mean, like, I have to say it was one of the best decisions myself personally I've ever made. Yeah, I don't I don't even miss quit. it, which I, I never thought I could live without yeah, it. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah, I, I can't either. I um, you know, I, I to me that sounds very daunting to quit that because of what it can do to you if you don't, if you don't suck down the coffee. Holy sh- holy shift. I need some coffee now. Yeah, well, yeah. nine days it did it, you know. So then, like, you know, we like scrambled eggs for breakfast. We I don't know if you ever see us on Instagram, but we're con- we, we eat a lot of chicken. We eat chicken like every day for lunch and dinner. That's like the main thing that we eat, uh, just because it's so cheap, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, like we just you know carbs and sugar. Um, we kind of just cut them out of our life, and it's yeah, it seems weird and hard to do. But I know you've you you know oh God. we've been talking about it for years. You've helped us out with that a lot too. Well, so. you know, I mean, tell you what, I need to practice what I preach now because yesterday I not or two days ago I swear to God I sat down and I am not even kidding you I ate. 14 nutter butter cookies. <laughs> I love nutter butter. Yeah, I mean, I get the sugar cravings. Yeah, oh. I, yeah. I mean, like, 14. sugar is still a big thing for me. I, I, it's I so wish, hard, man. I wish that I didn't have the cravings. I still do for sure. Oh, shit. I oh, really man. think you have to go months. I think you have to go months with zero sugar to get rid of the cravings. Right. I'm really certain. Have you ever met someone who has turned it around and they won't shut up about it? You know what I mean? Like they're just saying, yeah. uh, you know, be, you, you say, how you doing? The next thing you know, you're talking about food. It's like, ah, stop it. Uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I can think of a friend. That yeah, we have like I, that. I, yeah. But you know, I when people get excited thing. about something, I'm probably the same way. You know I mean? <laughs> you know, I remember when I like, you know, I was vegan for like five years. I probably talked about it nonstop to everybody and drove everyone nuts. I doubt I it. I, no? can, I can attest to that. He did not. I was passionate about it. I know that. Or like when someone first joins CrossFit, you ever hang out with somebody that first joins CrossFit? I was that guy. I was so that guy. <laughs> you're going to love like it. You're so- it's changed my life. But it's because oh. you really want all your friends to experience the, what you're experiencing, you know? Yes, yes. It could be perfect for everyone. I was like telling my mom she should do it. Like, Holy fuck. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. You, am I missing anything? Is there anything else that you would well, love to talk about? Yeah, well, we haven't got to tell you about our drummer, Kai. Yes, please. Thank you. How did that? How did that start? It's crazy man. Like, and it's his birthday today. Oh yeah, it is. His birthday. Yeah. Today. Nice. Um, so, like, Kai is—he's uh, from Australia, 
and we've known him for probably 10 years or something because he was in a band that used to open up for us. They'd come over here from Australia and tour and they'd open for us in certain spots, mainly out West, I guess, maybe, maybe some Iowa, Nebraska. Um, and I knew of him. I didn't even really watch that band, to be honest. Like, you know, when, when a band's opening for you, like you're busy getting ready for your own show on the bus, you know? So I, I didn't, I didn't see him much and I didn't even really hang with those guys much, but, um, we knew of him, whatever life goes on. We had been, we auditioned uh, a good batch of drummers here in Nashville a couple months ago. Um, we had about 40 guys send us videos of themselves playing our songs. And uh, we brought about maybe half that into the room here to jam. And there were some great drummers and, you know, it's cool. Like that experience, I got to say, like, you know, we've done the drummer audition thing a few times in our lives. And out of this one, we made more friends than ever. It's true. It was like, I think maybe just because we're in a different place. It was like, hey, they're not the guy for the band right now, but like, let's stay in touch. And these guys have been, they've come out to shows. Yeah. They've stayed in touch. Like, they're friends. And Nashville's a little bit different it too, is. as well. It's yeah, like, everyone's like, hey, either I'm the right guy or I'm not, but they're just excited to meet. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we through that, we found a guy that we thought, I mean, he was an, he's an amazing drummer, probably one of the best drummers I've ever played with. I was like, this is great. Um, his name's Steve. Super cool dude. We started playing. And he, man, like, again, like being in Nashville, like he, have you been in Nashville recently? Yes, sir. Uh, not, you know, like, not in the last, like, eight years, ten years. Oh, okay. Well, like, down on Broadway, you know, there's, like, bands playing at every single honky-tonk. Right. I knew that. Like, from 8 a.m. to 2 a.m., they're doing Sweet Home Alabama, like, you know, the cover song thing. Um, well, he's, he was doing that. And so he'd come into practice and he'd been playing all day and had to play all night. And like, you could tell it was like, it was wearing on him. It was, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to feel like a band. And um, he didn't feel good coming into rehearsal no. every time, you know, he'd, he'd like fit us in, he'd fit it, fit us into the schedule and come in and run through the set and it was rushed and he wasn't present. And, you know, we could kind of feel that tension, you know, but we were all trying to make it work. So this is, meantime, I'm sorry. I don't mean to jump in. Is this Steve or Kai? This is Steve, Steve. guy that we're like, it's just like maybe two months ago. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we're trying to figure out how to make it work. He's such a great drummer and a great guy and we had mutual friends. It just seemed like a good fit. Um, And then all of a sudden Kai started texting me on Facebook that he had been tour managing for a band over here in the States and the tour was ending and he wanted to come to Nashville and hang out. I'm like, yeah, cool. Sounds great. Thinking like in the meantime, Alyssa's telling Phil, she's like, ask Kai to join the band, ask Kai to join the band. Yeah, I'm like, this dude lives in Australia. No, like, I'm not gonna, no way. He mentioned it to me. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna be from Australia. No, 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 it's hard enough to have someone that lives in town, let alone someone that lives in Australia, you know? Yeah, so, um, so then he starts saying, hey, man, I'm gonna, um, maybe you could, uh, maybe we could jam while I'm in town. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I sent him some of our new songs, including Holy Shift. And he's like, oh, oh my God, I love these songs, man. Like, wow, you guys are really, you know, he's just really impressed with the new songwriting. And and he gets all, you know, he's like hitting me up all the time, you know, or coming in a week, coming in a couple of days. I got an Airbnb right by your house. Like, Do you guys like, have drums at the house I can use? Yeah, and we did. Steve's drums are here. The day before Kai gets in, Steve's like, I got a gig out of town. I got to take my drums. I'm like, all right, no big deal. So yeah, we didn't even care. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I tell Kai, hey, sorry, looks like we're not going to be able to jam. The whole time in his mind, Kai is coming in here to audition to be in our band. But we had no idea. Uh 
So we meet up with them at this bar that we go to. It's called the Red Door East. It's kind of a big hang in Nashville. And we meet up, met up with them the night before. And we happen to mention, oh, good to see you. Oh, by the way, dude, I know you want to jam. But Sorry, we don't, we don't have drums. Don't have any drums. So maybe next time. And he looked. He describes the feeling as he <laughs> felt like he lost his wallet. Oh, no. Say, he kept smiling. He was like. <laughs> it was like a. Huh, huh, <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, well, dude, if you really want to play, I mean, we're in Nashville. You can find some drums. So the next day, he went and bought a drum kit and came over here to, to, uh, to play, to jam. Get the fuck out of here. Holy yeah. shit. There's that holy, kit right there. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we played through the songs, and it was like it had never, never felt that good yeah there wow. were parts of it that was like wow man like just the connection the energy the it just is hard to explain um especially because we played with so many drummers that like it was different like it was like okay not only wow. did he, he knew the material but he was listening to us right off the bat like we were doing things that maybe weren't on the recording but we're doing them together and dynamics and buildings and pushing and pulling and music was happening that fast my God, this is um. so when he when he said, I'm buying a drum kit, did you did a kind of like a little light go off? Oh, and you said no. it didn't occur to you. Yeah, I thought no. I thought, wow, this guy was like, made what a dumbass. Yeah, I mean, how would he do this? <laughs> I, I knew he'd been working on a farm in Australia, like a big farm. He's been saving his money for the last two years. But he was he goes, you know, and I said, this guy just probably and he mentioned something about donating the kit to the band. If he didn't know how to get it back to Australia. And I was like, wow, he must just not be worried about money. And he okay. Vintage gear sells for for like quadruple the price is here in the U.S. So he was gonna like ship it back to Australia. Yeah, he's talking about that. So and flip it, so it was not gonna be a big deal. Okay, so at that point, you're not you you're 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 even not aware. Playing, even when we're playing, I'm, I'm like, like, man, that was really I great. I can't believe it. But See I'm you like, later. Yeah, but I'm like, wow, wow, that that's insane. That at that point, you're like, oh boy, he really is great. But in his mind, he's like, I sure hope they like me. Yes. 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 <laughs> So we got done, but we were all kind of confused because it was so good. Yeah. We're like, like, I talked to Joey privately after, and he was almost in tears. And he's like, I've never played. I like, cause you know, bass player and drummers have a really special relationship that I don't yeah. even really understand. Like it's got to work to really carry the music, you know? This and Joey's is... like, he's like, I've never played with a drummer like this. I've never connected with a drummer like I just did with Kai. Okay, well, this is fantastic. What's the next thing that happened that kind oh, of put yeah, this... Yeah. Then, well, then Kai and I ended up alone in the studio here. Um, and and I was like, so what are you what are you doing, man? Like, what are you trying to do? Because uh, I'm like trying not to be too... Trying not to jump the gun here. I want to ask him to join the band. But like, also, I haven't even talked to Mitch and Joey privately. And I, I, I think they felt this way. But And he's like, well, I want to come to Nashville and I want to play music. I'm like, oh... I was like, well, you know, there's, there's a Broadway thing going on. There's a lot of people playing music. We know a lot of musicians I can introduce you to. He's like, well, I'm not really that kind of drummer, man. I think I just like, I like to play with just one band. I'm like, like, fuck. Like at this point, I'm like, okay. And like, and we have so much, this is on a Sunday. And we have a photo shoot Tuesday. We're shooting a video on Wednesday. We're, we have all this shit lined up this week with our band, with our drummer. And, uh, I said, well, I don't know how it came up. Something about this band. And, and Kai turned to me and he said, I would give my left nut to be in this band. And that was the moment. I was like, you would? <laughs> yes. 
yes, like, yes. Let me just go talk to Mitch real quick. You know, Mitch, how did you? Okay, you're there, and <laughs> and, and Phil comes in and says, "Guy wants to be in the band." How do you? How do you? Take me through what happened in your um, brain. I, mean, I think I asked a couple questions. You know, I obviously was like, well, I mean, is he going? Because he had plans to go back to Australia. Yeah, like, he was two days. Yeah, he had to fly back. You two. know, and so we were like, well, I didn't really know what it and what that looked like. Okay, he's going to join the band. So is he going to live in town? Um, at the time, we didn't really feel like there was any room in the house. So I, I, I remember asking a couple questions. Um, but uh, I, I felt excited and like, but really when it happened, when I really was feeling it, we all went to dinner that night um, after we had talked <clears throat> and I rode with Kai and Phil and Joey uh, drove behind us. And um, when we got to the restaurant and all started hanging out, it was like, it was really clear that all four of us were on the same page and wanted to, wanted to, to, to go forward. You wow. know? Um, uh, obviously we didn't know what was going to happen uh, next, but um we we figured out some room here in the house and he's he's staying in in uh kind of a a room next to phil and Alyssa's that was like a closet space was like a storage area um off of the studio and we cleaned it out for him and he moved in the next day and um oh, we that's great never looked back i mean it's it's been fantastic the, the coolest part about or one of the coolest parts about that thing is like so then we had to call steve you we know, had all right. this stuff. Yeah. We had a we had a photo like, shoot. It's happening had, so he, fast. He was committed to a photo shoot, a music video, like all these things that were Recordings happening. Were coming up. And like he had, you know, set time out of his schedule. And he and, was canceling other shows. Yeah, like, we to were be with nervous. Us. We were nervous to to give him a call. So Phil called him. Yeah, we were both on yeah, speakerphone. Yeah, we were both, both on speakerphone. I was like, hey, Steve, it's Phil and Mitch, which, you know, if we call you together, it's probably something. It's either something real good something, or something, something real bad. Going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, guys. And, and we're like, you know, man, um, this thing happened this weekend out of nowhere. Like, we didn't expect it. And our buddy Kai came and played, and, like, it worked really well. And he wants to be, like, all in with this band. He wants to move into the house and everything. As soon – we couldn't even hardly finish that sentence. And Steve said, this is exactly what this band needs. He goes, you guys have to do it. You guys you have, have to do it. To do it. He goes, this is such a special band, Aww. and I want that for the for you guys. It's what this band needs. You guys are so all in. He he and said I that feel- he had, he was he was feeling guilty anyways, yeah. you know, for for all the time he was gonna have to like step out, and we were gonna have to find replacements over the summer. So it was perfect. I I absolutely love this story. Every single syllable of it has been fantastic in scope. How it's unfolded before you. And you guys always seem to capture that. It's like these things always happen to you. And I just, it's yeah. just great. It's it just was really cool because then we got to listen, like we went to dinner again, like a couple of days later after it had all kind of, we'd all processed it. And, uh, and it was happening, you know, he was joining the band. So we took a little, like a band selfie, just said, just said, Hey, band dinner. And then Kai was in it. And so much of our fan base had no, had known him from being on the road with us opening People were just so excited, and it was just. I told you guys a year ago. Back <laughs> yeah, so many people said that. I'm so happy. It's so fun. That is so great, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and no disrespect to anybody who's ever played in the band. Oh you had, we were so lucky to oh, play yeah. with the best musicians and the yeah. best, our best friends. Everyone that's played in this band has been such special people and so cool. It's such an important part of this journey. Yeah. Man. 
Yeah. Well, that, yeah, we couldn't have done this without Dean and Tyler, you know? Yeah. So. You know, and there, there have been other people who filled in for little snippets yeah. of time. And that's all great. You know, I mean, everyone who's ever done anything with this band. And here you are. You put out this great video, this great song. Um, I, You know, I what you you people want to see you on uh, on tour. You can go to uh, waylandtheband.com is the website. I'll leave all this information in the show notes. And then Facebook, do I just search Wayland the Band for Facebook? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. And we're doing a lot on TikTok right now. That's really how we're putting out a lot of the new music. Little snippets of all the new recordings are coming out on TikTok. So follow us on, on there. That's That's been the most fun. Tick, yeah, TikTok is getting the most content and we share everything there first right now. Nice. Okay. I like it. We're going to be doing, yeah. we're going to be doing live streaming shows on Twitch soon. Um, we're just really, we're having a blast with social media um, and embracing it. And we're putting out a lot of music. Like we've been writing and recording now since January and it's time to get some songs out. So yeah, I love next- that. I love that you're there and, and you know, what oh, dude, like, yeah, feels good. We're so close yeah. to home. Like I said, we can swing up and play now, you know, as long as gas prices don't get too crazy. Oh my God, dude. No kidding. You should write a song about that. Yeah. There is a spot in North in California, uh, which you're probably, uh, familiar with furnace Creek. No, and, and that is right at death Valley. Oh, and that gas, the gas price there, because it's hard to get gas. There is eight dollars and 90 cents a gallon right now. (laughs) It's tough. It's expensive there normally because of where it's at. But yeah, eight dollars and 90 cents a gallon. Holy shit. Holy shit. The gas price. Gas is really stinking high. Okay. well, I love you forever. I'm so happy for you. I, uh, I, I want I can't wait to see you again. And uh, yeah, onward and upward, Waylon. Absolutely, man. Every day, brother. That's right. I, wasn't it like this? Was it? Yeah. The, the Waylon Warrior symbol. What was I yeah. doing? I don't even think. I don't even think oh. it was. That was some kind of a yeah flying bird <laughs> gang signs. I think. Yeah. Okay, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Wonderful, uh, wonderful weekend, and I, I cannot wait to see you again. Hey, when's this gonna be? When's this coming out? Well, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to edit it all up and it's going to be here like in minutes. Oh, I, wow. I, I will send it to you directly. Awesome, man. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Much love to my, to my, my brothers. All right. See you. Love okay. you. See you guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Yeah. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.